0: Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch.
1: Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. It is October 14th. 14th. We're halfway through October. How's your uh, toys for tots campaign going Actually I got an email this weekend that we have possible space on uh, 95 in Okeechobee. you know that you know where uh, where that old mall was? No yeah it's it's right on right on exit
2: 129
1: uh-huh when you when you're going towards the turnpike it's on the right hand side. Burger King is there on the corner. If you take that right, there's an old mall back there. If you drive by it, it's not an old mall. It's like an old strip mall. It was like the original strip mall thing. Well, anyway, no, um, I'm trying to
2: I'm trying to picture it. Okeechobee in 95.
1: Yeah, 70. Highway 70 in 95. Is, it, is that exit, way south? Exit 129. No, it's north. Four Pierce.
2: Oh, okay. I know where that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The Orange Blossom Mall or something? Yes. yes. No, no,
1: no. The Orange Blossom Mall was on uh, uh, Virginia. That's where, the, that's where the school department was, but they got flooded up oh, in the last Oh, right. Storm. Okay. Then I don't know. It's, it's on... Uh, anyway, so it's 11,000 square feet. Oh, wow. That's A lot good. more than what we need. But I, I sent the guy an email this morning, uh, reaching out to see when I could meet him to check it out. But he hasn't responded back yet, so... Um. You know, we're, we're we're going along. Very good. Yep. Yep. It's uh, a
2: little over two months now.
1: Yeah, I I refuse to look at the count until it gets <laughs> into November. How many days until Christmas? But um, we it is Columbus Day. Correct. Yep. Not the true Columbus Day, but the the Monday that Columbus Day. that it's observed. Yes. Yeah. So and and I guess now they call it Indigenous People Day. Let's
2: oh yeah. I saw a bunch of stuff on Facebook about yeah. that. Yeah, I sort of understand where they're coming from. Yeah,
1: no, I mean I get it too. But I mean, come on, let let's let's just allow things to be the way they are, and there's no need to change history. Right. I can't change my history, so I have to embrace it. Right. You know, Don't my history on. is not a is not too, is not a happy one. I mean, my recent history is, but you know, there there was a time there where, um, if I forget about that, if I try to change it, I'm destined to repeat it. Right. And I think that's what happens in reality too. You yeah. Know, if you if you forget where you came from, you're you destined might just to re- go back. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And we don't want that for sure. No.
1: No. So I went to. My Ancient Order of Hibernians uh, convention in Orlando as the vice president of the state, and I came home the president.
2: (laughs) Ah, congratulations!
1: Thank you. Congratulations! So you got two big jobs. Um. Yeah that one's that one's an all that that one is a two year commitment and then the possibility of two more. Wow. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to grow the organization. It's it's an Irish Catholic. Uh, men's organization. There's a ladies' organization as well, which is the LAOH, the Ladies Ancient Order of Hibernians. Ultimately, what they are, in, in a nutshell, um, back when in in Ireland, when the pagans and Huns and Vikings and all of that stuff were uh, in existence on the land. They didn't allow Catholicism. If they found the priest, they would behead him. Oh wow. So what they did was they would have to take they would have to take their services out into the woods, yeah, to hide. and and the men would circle the rock, the mass rock that the that the priest would use to um, kind of protection you know, pass the pass the word of the word of word of God onto the onto the town's women and children the men would circle around, and they were the protectors of the church, or the protectors of the cross. And if there was someone coming, the men would either fight them off or get the priest to safety. To
2: safety yeah.
1: And it was an organization that was founded in 1836 here, and that's what it became. You know, like like at St. Patrick's Cathedral, every Sunday you'll see Hibernian's um, Around the church, and not not looking for you know not like uh, the guardian angels or anything like that. <laughs> but we're ultimately that's how it that's how it started. In a Is there there's something that
2: you wear or that designates so that people will know that's what you are?
1: Um, tuxedo. A tuxedo?
2: Okay. No, There's a pin or a ribbon. No, well, yeah. There's
1: a you wear uh, there's a there's a, a ribbon, and each. A division is blue, a county is green, a state is white, and national, which is uh, the you know the governing body, is gold, and mm-hmm. you wear it around your neck, um, and it gives your it gives your classification of what you are, and um, you know I, I would imagine you could wear you know a shirt with a logo or anything like that. It's a, it's an Irish and an American flag with mm-hmm. with 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 clasped hands like this, and it's it's um it, it is about you know, your Irish, uh, my Irish heritage heritage, and Catholic faith. Right. Um, you know, and, and God knows that in Northern Ireland, there have been Catholics that have been persecuted for yeah, many, many for years. For centuries, yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's what we stand for. We, you know, we stand for equal equality and, and, um, you know, all of the, all of that good stuff. So, um, you know, I'm grateful that I, that I can be part of that. I was when I I was when I was using, but I wasn't.
2: You probably weren't thinking about it a whole I lot. No,
1: I, I wasn't. A, I wasn't a good brother. I wasn't right. a. I wasn't a member in good standing. You know, if if somebody saw that my dues weren't paid, they'd pay it. So I was safe for another year. But they never knew who I was. I never even had a card in my pocket. You know, but I was on the rolls. And fortunately, when I came down here, um. They started growing again, and I joined a a a division in Martin County, and opened my own in St. Lucie County, and have gone from there. Wow! Yeah. So I mean, goes to show what you can do. Yes, and and you know that's that's perfect case in point with with everything and anything that you would like to do. um, It's all as simple as getting out of your own way and allowing the process to happen within you. And when I say within you, I, I, I've, I've shared countless times that I that I didn't necessarily come in kicking and screaming physically, but mentally I wasn't able to grasp the idea of staying clean for a day. When I went into when I came into the meetings the last time, February twenty eighth, nineteen eighty nine, I knew that it was either do this or the alternative was death. It wasn't jails and institutions, it was death, because that's what was happening around me, and that's what my use was putting me to. So, I had, I had one shot, and I wasn't sure, I mean, I've, I've shared it countless times, I wasn't sure if this was where I wanted to be, but I know I didn't want to be on the ground. Right. Um, so, ultimately, it slowly started taking over. And when I say get out of my own way, I got out of my own way on a daily basis to allow a power greater than myself to restore me to sanity or at least give me the opportunity. I could have stayed as crazy as the day is long. Didn't start as crazy as the day is long, but I could have done so much damage. You see it out there.
2: Yeah, you You really do.
1: You know, you see it out there. And fortunately enough, when I came to, my, my, my clarity came not too long after. Took a few months, quite a few months, Uh, and fortunately, I was, as they say, pink clouded at the time. And all I really, all I was really worried about was a brand new pair of sneakers. If I got new sneakers, I was good. If I got, (laughs) if I got the key to my mother's house, I was good. If I got anything, I was good. Until I got to a point where I started having to face responsibility, and that's where. The benefit of getting out of my own way and allowing interchange gave me the best opportunity to 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 get through that, to face that, and.
2: Well, it sounds like you
1: were able to listen. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's eventually. what I mean. Yeah. Your,
2: your ears get open too, I guess. Your eyes are open. Your ears are open. Yeah, and your mouth is closed. Yes.
1: Well, but not necessarily. I went like I said. I, I didn't go physically kicking and screaming, but mentally, inside, I didn't want anything to do with it. And if somebody said something to me, I might have come out of the side of my neck at them, just to just to sublim Like maybe setting myself up for failure in that aspect. If somebody said, "Hey, I love you," I, I yeah yeah good, you know, um, just just pushing people away, right. pushing people away. And fortunately enough. Um, I heard enough positive things that slowly the things that were coming out of my mouth started mimicking what they said and, and there's no there's no real unique thought outside of you know our own our own interpretation but it's basically if if you embrace recovery and if you embrace change then you fall in line with the, the basic positive thought process that is available through a twelve-step recovery um, group or teachings.
2: Yeah, groups. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
2: I I don't know. It seems to me like it's a, a, a flip of attitude almost you know they say have mm-hmm. an attitude of gratitude and i always found that very difficult because what did i have to be grateful for you know mm-hmm. everything in my life had gone south and i hadn't done anything to cause it and that can be that can be difficult you but you i guess the other saying is life on life's terms right you know things are not always going to be wonderful
1: you know there's um they say and and i, I don't want to argue with it but they say that you you hit a, you hit a point of divine intervention. If you choose left instead of right, which is which is a which is a um, clarity point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I got to a point where dying was a little less appealing, appealing than living, even though I didn't know how to. So that was that was some kind of clarity. Because I was okay for all that time, just being next in line, having a having a you know a death number on my back, a death date on my back, and not even having the willingness to look around and see what it was, and not even caring. If I was next, I was next, and um, I got to the point where it didn't make sense to keep stepping forward down death's door, and I said, No, this isn't okay, but. I don't want to do what you're telling me that I have to do because I was so broken. I think everyone has to experience that moment of clarity, moment of desperation, and move towards the, the fork that is the most uncomfortable. It was comfortable to go down that depth that deaf nail it right. was comfortable the hallway was getting tighter and then the one on the left was getting wider and now I'm I'm in the hallway and it's a huge hallway and I'm so grateful that I chose at that point of clarity to take the to take the right turn
2: did you truly have a moment where you thought I'm going to die
1: if I keep doing this um oh yeah yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a bing. Like wow, yeah. I should have had a V eight. I knew, I knew when I, from the time I woke up in the morning to the time I passed out at night. This could be my last day.
2: And was there a moment when you decided? I mean, again, it, I guess it wasn't a a light bulb moment where you thought,
1: "I really don't want that." Yeah, and I, I think one day I woke up, and it had to have been February. 26th or 27th it doesn't happen like bang I woke up the 28th and said enough is enough somewhere somewhere within the week of February 28th I was receiving my clarity uh, alarm right you know and still walking still following the path that I had to follow because that's all I knew but I was realizing that I didn't belong there anymore. And my choice was keep following and take myself out. Not intentionally. Right. But keep following and take myself out. Or look to see if there's a different way. And when I looked to see that there was a different way, I didn't necessarily like it because I was comfortable in my uncomfortability. Right. All that news all that new stuff. Well, what is that crap? No,
2: plus you don't have the uh, the crutch that numbs you either. You got to deal with everything,
1: right? But but that wasn't even that. That wasn't even the. Um, everything was so broken at that point. It wasn't about numbing. I was I was past that point. My life was so shattered that I was past that point of of hiding. I embraced it. You know, I I used that as a tool. I used that as a weapon, and and everyone does.
2: A weapon, as in, I'm going to get high if you don't do this for me. Well, that and um,
1: you know, standing out in public with 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 blood dripping down my arms and because I had, you know what I mean? Like I used it as a tool, a crazy one. I mean, you see crazy people on the street and you go, "What? What are they doing? Yeah, why are you doing that? Why are you dropping your pants and?" Peeing on the corner. Well, you get to that point where it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah, it's not that I just, was using it as a weapon. Yeah, you just didn't it care. Didn't matter. You didn't care. I no, guess you I, get to that point. Yeah, And I could use that in certain situations to manipulate the crowd that was there for the moment. Because the crowd that was there for the moment only stayed for that moment.
2: No, is that the crowd that's feeling sorry for you or is that the crowd of people that are doing the same thing?
1: Uh, no, the crowd of people that are doing the same thing it doesn't work on because they're doing the same yeah. thing. But the crowd of people that, you know, you want to manipulate, they leave very quick because I I, I went like times days, weeks without changing clothes and Oh gosh! Oh yeah! Oh no! Yeah, it's 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 just nuts, and I didn't go weeks, but I went well, days. I
2: hope not. Yeah, you would have been pretty unpleasant.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, all, all the way around, what the hell is a different? What what's the difference of a little smell at that point? Well, because yeah. people didn't want to be around me anyway. They right. locked their doors when they saw me coming.
2: Wow. Well.
1: and 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 everyone else, you know, it's it's almost like you know, you you get a. a You get a Hollywood idea of what an addict is. Yes. It's not like that at all. At all. And um, I'm grateful that I have that awareness and that I remember that guy that had a 26-inch waist and the pants were falling off me. Wow. At 28 years old. You know, you, you you think Mick Jagger's put together pretty pretty solid uh right now at seventy three I looked like him when I was twenty eight. That's you pretty yeah I
2: mean? that's pretty skinny. Scary it's, skinny.
1: It's horrific. And uh you know we're gonna um get myself out of this mode of uh where I was and maybe on the other side of the uh commercials bring us back to uh where I am. So call eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. That's 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show.
3: Your life, your health,
2: your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: The Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness.
2: Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health &
0: Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show.
2: And welcome back to the Miracles in Recovery show. If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, Please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. We'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. And we really, really love our guests. So if you have something that you would like to bring to everyone's attention, please let
1: us know and we'll schedule a time for you. Right. If you have a book that's coming out on the market about addiction or recovery, or hey, I mean, you've even heard some of our guests. We, we, we embrace anyone. You know, there, we had a doctor on a couple of weeks ago. He was talking about love and relationships, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk to anyone. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's about getting a message out there. Of there's so many things that can help you redirect your life. Our basic focus is about addiction and recovery. But if there are any is if there are any topics, issues, or anything else that you would like to share with our listening audience, which is worldwide. Please, by all means, reach out. Reach out. Uh, send an email to ray at miraclesandrecovery. org. I got an email from someone right through the Voice America website because they can. If you can't, if you can't find us, you can do it right through the Voice America um, website as well, and we'll be able to reach out that way. It's I, I, I uh, responded, and it wasn't about anything. Addiction-wise, but every single—I mean, like, like I know it's about addiction because you're talking about a facility that houses addicts. It wasn't about that. Right. It was about uh, like, like an ancillary type thing that everyone can relate to, and sometimes some people use and and abuse and hide because of these other things that are going on in their life. I didn't start using because heroin, heroin was on my, my kitchen countertop. I found that after I started medicating for whatever reason it was. So I I shunned love. I shunned brotherhood, sisterhood, sonhood, family, and all of that ultimately. But it might have been that when I was a kid, like, like Dr. Selya said, could have happened right. even before, even before you were born. Yeah. Right. So it's always cool to have different people's ideas of of how we get through this thing. And it's, I go into a, I go into an A.A. meeting, I can relate because I have to switch words around. I go into an N.A. meeting, I can relate because I switch words around. So I belong in both places. If there's somebody that's, if there's a guest on our show that is sharing something about love, I can always relate my personal life and story and what's going on today to what it is that they're saying. I might not have understood it as well or in a different way when I was using, but my mother didn't raise a dope. Right. You know, I I totally understood and I knew what I was doing. There's times in there that are lost, but that was only because of the use and abuse of alcohol and drugs. It didn't mean that my, my my clarity point was I didn't I didn't lose um, intelligence my maybe? yeah yeah intelligence yeah. fortunately
2: I'm, I'm, I, I'm I, the things that you guys the links that you go to and the things that you have to do to get around people I think most of you are pretty, pretty highly intelligent pretty
1: crafty yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: very yeah. I yeah. Uh, you know good at all kinds of things manipulating lying mm. stealing. You know, but you have to be reasonably intelligent not to, you know, succumb and have, you know, the, the ultimate, which is death, happen to mm-hmm. you. You you have to be able to stay alive, and you guys managed to do it pretty well for a could long I, time.
1: Could I have a conversation about theology with a Harvard professor? On my level, yes, but could he have the same street conversation with me. Probably, Probably not. not. You know, so it, it's all relative. And I'm so grateful when people come on and they share their knowledge and they share their their hope for whatever it is that they are um, bringing to the audience um, as a value point. You know, and if, and if we're talking about addiction, we're talking about recovery, we're talking about the same basic thing that we talk about every week. If we're talking about something other than and we can pull it into a alcohol addictive related point, then who's the benefit for that? Everyone that's Everyone, listening. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have something that you want to share with us, please by all means either call us at 866-472-5792 right now or send me an email. To Ray at miraclesandrecovery.org, and I would say or Ellen at miraclesandrecovery.org, but we lost the password and we don't know how to get in. So we probably have like all kind of famous people. And oh uh, <laughs> right, yeah,
2: well, I did meet Alice
1: Cooper once. Right. Oh, Hi. speaking of that, I got an invitation to the Irish Ambassador's uh, residence Friday night. Oh, really? Yeah, going to D.C. to the Irish Ambassador. Oh my, nice. good for you! You're flying yeah. up there. Oh yeah, yeah, wow. yeah It was the national president's dinner, but on Saturday. But I got a. But uh, I received a, um, an invite to the uh, Irish ambassador's uh, residence. Wow. Yeah, I'm going places. Yes, you are, my good. Yeah. yeah, going right to bed after this is where I'm going.
2: Well, yeah, that sounds like a plan for me too. <laughs> yeah. <The> long days.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, it, it's great to be able to sit here, comfortable, and accept. I, I had I had in in the uh, the ad journal. I had the, the the two pages that that I use that we use for like when we send out emails and marketing right. about who I am, where I came from, you know, in February twenty nineteen I became a miracle in recovery. So so I put those two ads in, and they ran like in the middle of the book. And a couple of people came up and said, "Oh." I didn't know you were from New Bedford, didn't read anything in the story except New Bedford. <laughs> so I said, did you read the rest of the uh, oh yeah, 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 that's New Bedford, right? So I was like, okay, nobody because of who I am or or because of who I am today, how I am, how I how I try to live my life nobody has looked down on me in what it is that I'm doing, nobody has u- tries to use it as a weapon. Um, at the end of the, after I was, you know, after I was installed as the president, I had two bottles of Jameson on my table, right. one for the past president and one at a convention, one for the person who traveled the furthest. Right. So I walked out into the middle of the, you know, it was my turn to to talk, and I had the two bottles in my hand, and I said, most of you know me. Most of you know that I haven't had a drink or a drug in 30 years. Well, now that I'm the state president, (laughs) right, and everybody started laughing because they knew that it just wasn't, they knew it was a joke.
2: Yeah, that you weren't going to do that. Yeah,
1: and you know, it's good to be embraced by people like you who always say, well, I can't see you on the other side. I'm grateful that you can't see me on the other side because you're... Your, um, your, your idea of who I was may not be the same as what it is today, and not that you would think any less of me today, but I'm grateful that the majority of people that I embrace today don't know who I was except the people that walk through it with me, and I never want to share that with anyone else, is why I'm saying I'm grateful. Right. because the people the people that knew who I was the people who who lived my tragic existence at the time I'm sure don't want anyone else to be included into that pile because if anybody else was included into that pile that means that I went back out and used you understand what I'm saying No I don't think I'm quite following okay that. you don't know who I was when I was using. Right. I am so grateful you don't. Right, because if you did know who I was when I was using, I would have to use in order for you to know that.
2: Well, that's true. Yeah.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. We don't want that to happen for no. sure. That
2: would be that would truly be tragic. Mm-hmm. But no, I cannot. I know. Like I said, I know where how you guys all end up, and I cannot picture right, cause you cause that way. Right, you've seen it firsthand. Right. You know,
1: I, I, right um, maybe a, maybe a prettier face than mine but you've seen it personally well,
2: you know I, I've, I've seen yeah. guys too i mean i've yeah i've, I've, yeah. I've been around for a about long personal time experience. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah i would i would i guess i'm glad i didn't see that too that yeah. would be sad yeah and we can all be grateful that we are where we are today honestly you know i have i have a lot of gratitude mm-hmm. you know when i talk about not being grateful I am now. You know, oh, yeah. I did I did yeah. find mm-hmm. my gratitude. You know, it, it it literally started with just, wow, I have a car and I yeah. can drive it.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't. No, I remember having conversations with you when you were still struggling. And and your voice today, your demeanor today is that much more calmer. Than it was then. And I think what happened is, is just slowly through time, you released all of the quote unquote, your responsibility that you thought was your responsibility right. and, and just allowed life to take, it, to take its course. And And I think that's what happens with a lot of people. I struggled when I first got clean because I didn't know if I wanted to do it or not. Ultimately... I stopped gripping onto what was what was tragedy, and let it go, and allowed it, the process to happen. And I think that's what we all do, whether we are physically addicted or mentally addicted to all of that chaos. We hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, because that's all we know.
2: Well, you want to control it. I wanted yeah. to control it because it was hurting me. I wanted to yeah. understand it because I thought if I could understand it, maybe I could fix it and <laughs> control it that way. You know, So I spent hours and hours and hours researching, 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 which is actually how I found a lot of the people that I found that yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful to have found. But you know, the bottom line is always – you can't fix somebody else. You no. can't fix this problem for your loved one. You can't fix it. And the more you try, the more unhappy and frustrated you're going to be. I mean, no matter what, it's not fun to watch somebody go through this, mm-hmm. whether you're trying to help or not. It's just not. It's it's awful. Yes, very much so. And and sad and tragic and on so many levels, you know, the destruction of not just that person, but anybody who loves them really. Everybody
1: all around them. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, it's it's a terrible, awful disease. And yeah. to know that, you know, especially it's my child and there is nothing I can do and it's, you know, it, it can go either way. But, you know, at the moment it's not looking good. What do I do? And there are a lot of parents out there and, you know, spouses and brothers and sisters who are and even friends who are just, you know, what can I do to help this person? And the answer basically is love them from a distance. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I hate the thought of allowing someone to suffer the consequences because, you know, I think in some ways you can't help it, but that's what you got to do.
1: Love yourself enough to love them from a distance.
2: Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. I mean, I don't think that you think about it that way because I can remember going to meetings and people would say, oh, you got to take care of yourself. And I was like, well, I do. You know, I go to the dentist.
1: Yeah, I get you know, I get I look, my mammogram. I just got my I got my nails done. Yeah, I get yeah. my
2: nails done. I get yeah. my hair
1: done. You know, I yeah. go to
2: work every day. I
1: look acceptable in Publix. Yes. Yeah, but that's not that's that that's all outer stuff.
2: Yeah, it's the the yeah. mental care, and yeah. it's very hard to understand how to do that. And and I don't know that anybody can adequately put it into words.
1: No, but I think it takes time with everything else. Everybody has to take its course, and you had to read every single book, you had to look at every single website that you had to, to get yourself that point of release, right or relief, release whatever. And you know, you're a you're a better individual today. That is very and, true, and you can share. Um, People people call me all the time just to ask me what I think. What do you think of this? Well, uh, do you want my opinion or do you want what clinically makes sense? Right. Or you know? do you
2: want to? You want me to say what what you want to hear? Yeah. yeah I, I try. There's not so to many say ways what, around yeah. that, but yeah, yeah, I think that's a great idea. You know, do you want my opinion? Yeah. Because you may not like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a very good question to ask before you. Give advice away yeah. weigh in on anything. Yeah. Because I think at the time that my daughter was deep into her disease, she didn't want my opinion or anything else. No. No, just your pocketbook. Right.
1: <laughs> or, or something related and, to that, yeah. And, and the payment on the cell phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Everybody's like that, though. Like you say, we all turn into the same creature. Yes, and, you do. And, you know, I can laugh because I've been there. And I'm sure... There are people when they hear that smile and say, Ditto. Right. You know, because that's that's where we all end up. And you know something the the great thing is, is that just by sharing our message, there may be someone along this path. We've been doing this for ten years. Right. Hopefully one person yeah. has gotten it. I hope so too. But I know two have. You're right. Right? Me too. Yeah, you and I. We're sitting here and we're talking and and nothing has violently changed in our lives because we, we are a, a, a more than mostly an open book on the air about what it is and who we are. And uh, I'm grateful that we have this vehicle to be able to um, – I mean, before, before we spoke on the phone and I'd go, oh, man, we've been talking for an hour and a half. I know. What did we say? Sadly we didn't tape those because those probably would have been great shows. Oh yeah. You know. But hey. All right, well, we're about ready to take another break because it's that time again. This stuff just flies by. It really does. I mean, I don't know. So if you if you want to come on and share your wares, we'll say, by all means, send me an email at Ray at org, or call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792 when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show.
2: Opinions,
4: options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness.
3: When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
1: Hey, welcome back to Miracles in Recovery. Please visit our Facebook page, Miracles in Recovery. Put your pay, put your picture, post a story, um, just start getting active on the page. And if you would like uh, a certain topic to hear, let us know on the on the page because maybe what somebody will do will say oh i i don't want to say i'm an expert but oh i know about that and they will reach out to us and and we can have a conversation about it you know the thing the thing is, is there's so many things that i would love to talk about and i always say while well, we're on a year i got to do this i got to do that um we, we need to find somebody that'll got to do this and got to do that You're for right. us so all we can, all we have to do is worry about talking about it um i still struggle with administrative stuff. Right. I do okay with operational stuff. Telling, you know, like pointing things out, telling people, managing people, managing this, managing that. Paperwork, I would just <laughs> yeah, as you soon, really don't like that. No, I would just as soon burn it. And and those those are the things that um that's why I'm putting it out there. Because if there's something that you want to hear and you know of an individual who you want to hear on our show who think would, who would make a good impact, put it on our Facebook page, send me an email, have them call me when, when at 855-STOP-USING. That goes right to my cell phone. So, you know, there's many ways to reach us. If you have something that you want to hear, reach out.
2: Yeah, most definitely. Um there probably isn't too much that we haven't seen or heard at this point, and we're always happy to talk about it. Always, just need to know what you want to hear.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I know you love hearing our voice because we're here every uh every Monday, Monday. <laughs> yeah. But it would be nice to have. Some, you know, there was a there was a thing that I that I was interested in, and it was um, equine. Like a equine recovery over in Ocala. Oh, really? The horses? What What it is is yeah. It's It's a ranch, mm-hmm. and people go there. You know, with you know addicts and alcoholics right. go there, but they actively work the ranch, mm-hmm. and and it's some kind therapeutic, of therapeutic. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I would think. Gives yeah, it them gives them them you a, a good and, responsibility yeah. and a good purpose, and probably you know the love of those animals. Yeah, has got to be really special. And I think
1: that's more real life experience than sitting in a. In a round group at 9 a.m. talking.
2: Yeah, in some fancy place. Yeah. Talking. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I think action.
1: Yeah, generally.
2: Action. Yeah. Is better. You know, and actions do speak louder than words anyway.
1: That they do. They that really they do. do.
2: Yeah, I was. Um, I was at a ranch last weekend, and it it was it, it's a. Uh, was it one today? It, it's a really amazing place you know yeah. they've got a petting oh, zoo but it's really yeah, 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah river yeah. ranch and it, yeah. it's they've got you know all kinds of places you can stay and mm-hmm. timeshares and all that but it's truly a working farm they've even got buffalo but yeah. you can you can go and pet the animals that's and they're nice. friendly yeah. for the most part i mean there were some pigs that turned their backs but yeah <laughs> they, maybe they were sick of all the people yeah. i don't know but it, yeah. it, you know it's so Wonderful to be able to do that, you know, to to touch an animal and have them lick your hand, and it's just—it's really. It's just
1: different than what normal everyday.
2: Well, if you're going to
1: an office every day, or if you're living on the streets or whatever. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure a farmer would probably love to do something else for a day. Yeah, go to a fancy hotel or. It would be exciting. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I guess it's it's just getting out of.
1: Yeah what your normal routine is
2: yeah yeah well maybe it's not even necessarily comfortable but no it probably isn't if you're looking to pet a pig right
1: yeah (laughs) yeah if you if you're embracing a pig then maybe what it is that you're doing you might want to look at and change so and I'm, i'm not picking on pigs in in any way i'm just um you know there are so many different aspects of of how we can make ourselves better on a daily basis, that embracing someone else's scheme or method is always intriguing.
2: It is, because there are, you know, I guess as many people as there are out there, there are at least that many ways to recover. Right. You know, and who knows what it's going to take for Mm -hmm. any one particular
1: individual. You know, uh, last time that I was in in a, a, a detox it back then it was detox where it was 30 days so i guess you could say last so it's really away, a rehab well, well in we today's would, world yeah we yeah, would call it a rehab in today's world whatever i was last time i was away for 30 days there are two other guys today that, that were there that stayed clean Wow. there were 35 of us the day i started the day i left there were you know a couple of had so there yeah. was probably all together maybe Forty-eight people yeah. in my in my thirty-three days, and there are three of us that are still clean. That's really pretty good. Um, well, no, that's 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 fantastic. Yeah, but we are three completely different individuals. We all heard the message in our own way, Right. and it all made sense. You know, th- there's a commonality of a commonality of recovery. But when Carl and Bill read the same thing that I read, they may not have had the same understanding. Right. But they're right?
2: Going, yeah, they will apply it the way that it works it, for it, them. That, that it
1: works for them. So, you know, I always say the cookie, cutter, the cookie cutter way that we do things don't always work. I'm living proof that 30 years ago it did. Right. But in today's environment, it may not. And when I was saying, it's always cool to embrace someone else's idea, someone else's method. Don't if it's if if you go to a place and it's one of those quote unquote cookie cutter boxes where they're giving you the same basic message and you're not understanding it, or you're choosing not to use the tools that were given to you. Don't give up there.
2: Right. Keep going. There's, there's
1: always something else. I mean, there's. Um, Always, other other means. I mean, I was fortunate that, or, or I don't want to say fortunate, the method that I was that I embraced was was the twenty four spiritual principles of Narcotics Anonymous and Alcoholics Anonymous, and it made sense to me after a while. Mm-hmm. After a couple of years of struggling with it, right? You know, uh, well, that's a lot of powerful stuff. It takes a while. Oh yeah but but I still I was still kicking and screaming while they were while they were force feeding it to me cuz I didn't get it right away right you know so don't give up on yourself and if I went when I was working for uh, a lab out of Woburn Massachusetts uh, we had an account over on the west coast in Brooksville and it was a, a knock-on facility mm-hmm which is a completely different mindset than how I was how I was taught or how I embraced my recovery, and you know they, they do it with sweat equity and a lot of sweat equity and <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sweat equity, <laughs> yeah, and a, a, just a different set of principles than than what I and I remember seeing a guy. He was he was getting ready to be discharged home back to Philly, and I said, "Well, what's what's your uh, what's your plan of action when you go home?" He goes, "What do you mean?" He didn't have a plan. No, I said. I said he's. I'm just going back to my my grandmother's house. I said they didn't give you like numbers or I don't need that. I'm cured. Ah. Uh, how long he did that take? He may very well he may well very well have been in his mind cured. How do you use that when you go home?
2: Yeah, and you're in the same environment that pretty much created... I thought
1: I was cured. I thought I was cured every time I walked out of a detox and walked back to the same corner. Yeah, And within 15 minutes, if I was lucky that long, I was running down the road again. Right, And I'm not taking anything away from any type of program. Like I said, look for what works for you. There were people in there. They were... They were friendly. They were loving. They were embracing what it was okay. that they were doing. The teachings of uh, Naranon and um, or, or Nakanon. And I was grateful that they were there getting out of their own way, at least getting some kind of information. Whether they took it and went to the 12-step route or the um, Christian – what is that called um, – Celebrate recovery. Celebrate recovery. You know, however you get it, it doesn't make a difference. And as long as you get it, as long as, you know, you you never give up. You just keep scrapping until your last day. Well, and it seems like you need some kind
2: of support system, at least initially.
1: Oh, very much so. Still today.
2: Yeah. I mean, you you need people around that that care and that are going to continue to try to help you walk your path or walk it with you. Right. I mean, you're never alone unless you just choose to be. Really. Oh, I
1: love being alone, but I also know that. um, But if you need people, you have people you can reach out to. Yeah, I don't do it in a dangerous way. I love to be able to just sit with all five dogs on my chest and and a cat here and there. Yeah, and just and just zone out a little bit about you know, take taking you know, life on life's terms a little bit and leaving it out the door. And just watching, like listening to music on the TV or something like that. It's good to. I don't want to use the isolate. It's isolate. It's good to back off a little bit from. Yeah,
2: kind of get into a meditative state,
1: so to speak, Mm -hmm. and just, just you know, yeah. Yeah, because isolation isolation in itself can be dangerous. Oh,
2: I don't like it at all. No, no. I'm I'm always. I'm the first one out the door to find somebody to hang out with. I do not want to be by myself for long.
1: Yeah, and and there's always there's always somewhere where you can go. And I'm not talking about going into Walmart where there's thousands of people and you don't say boo to right.
2: anyone. You can be alone in a crowd. At the
1: register saying, 335, oh, Okay, here you go. Have a good day. Um, I was talking to somebody. We only have a couple minutes, but I was talking to somebody real quick yesterday, who doesn't have an idea of any idea of yeah. He knows where I came from. But I said to him, you know, I I sometimes get to a point where I walk into a room of 400 people and if 399 of them like me, I concentrate on the one who doesn't. Right. And he said, Ray, that's human. He said, because I do that as well. And he's not in any way um, an addict or an alcoholic. It's human behavior. So it's always good to be able to. Have checkpoints, I guess, as you go. And one thing that I've learned is always let people know. That's one of the dogs. Always <laughs> let people know who I am and where I am. And it, it it helps. It helps a lot. It does.
2: Always, Always good to be surrounded by people who care and who, you know, who who will listen and who will talk to you? Mm. Always. Phones are good for that too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean hide in your bedroom in the dark and call people on the phone because that's not.
2: No, no. It's always better to get out. Always better to get out. You you will feel infinitely better even if it's yeah. not for a long period of time. It always helps me. What is the dog opening
1: a gift or something?
2: <laughs> Maybe it's one of those toys.
1: Yeah right. Well, you know, again, this is this has been a good show. We've we've gone from we've talked the gamut from toys for tots. Of course, we start to show off with that. I think I don't know how many shows, and we could listen back to all of them. And I would imagine I more than fifty yeah, percent. of Yeah, I was going to say a good one. half of them probably yeah. have that. But yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, no, it's absolutely a good thing because if I didn't have me today, I wouldn't be able to give back. Right. You know, and that's one thing. You know, I always say, ah, this is my last year, this is my last year, this is my last year. I know i it's going to be about 21 years into it going, ah, this is my last year. <laughs> but I don't necessarily know it's 71. Ah, they're going to drag <laughs> you out of there kicking and screaming. No, I, 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 I don't know, you know what I mean? It's it's, a, it's not an old man's game. Not no. that I'm an old man, but.
2: No, I was going to say, who are you calling old?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to be 60 this month.
2: In, oh, uh, wow.
1: In five days. October 19th. It's a big milestone. I will just give you that little. I had to even look like Jim. Well, yeah. So that just goes to show you that I, I really don't embrace the, I mean, in the morning when I try to get out of bed, I do. But, you know, it's it's all a state of mind. I mean, granted, it's a number and granted, you feel it physically. And the stuff that I did to my body, I'm grateful that I'm still here today. Right. So. It's all good. And, and, and I was willing to give it all up. You know? And the reason why I didn't is because I became a a miracle in recovery. And there's nothing, that's why we name the show what it is, because we're both miracles in recovery. Miracles, for sure. So I guess with that.
2: With miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner.
1: Stay blessed, everyone. Good night. Good night.
0: Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery.